Welcome. Welcome to Morning Minute. Silver lining, silver bullet, the coronavirus to property, to our economy. Mark, only eight weeks ago, we came back from Thailand, our own little bubble. Yeah, we were on a charity ride for two weeks in rural Thailand and had no idea what was happening in Australia, but we're told we were in a bubble and we were in a bubble. Yeah, we're just riding away <laughs> thinking, what's this virus? I'm sure everything will be okay. And base, we missed a lot of that real big hype and lead up. And then probably a week after we got back, we are basically full lockdown and not knowing if the world was going to end, basically, a lot of people had some big um, fears because at that stage, we didn't know how fatal it was, basically. We'll, we'll talk about one talk about one bullet disarming the whole whole world economy like it was just to look back eight weeks now and think that um that what, what that what that virus that one strain of virus has done to our world it's pretty bloody incredible um and to see what it's done particularly um you know the silver lining in the cloud like we we're talking about that today what were some of those things michael we spoke about this morning um because we're going through i i personally if i had to choose would it be a silver bullet or a silver lining i would say it would definitely be a silver lining definitely i think in the first month we were saying silver bullet because i know there was a lot there's a lot of ways some extremists have tried to cripple economies and the germ was the biggest bullet of all of them um, unbelievable and now coming out, I, I think we can all agree coming out of it, open homes are coming back, auctions. So with what the government's doing, you can have, make the assumption we're, out, we're coming out of it. And looking back on the eight weeks, I think there's been some beautiful things that have happened. And I think there are a lot of things that will stay with people for many, many years to come. But let's go through a couple of the little short things that especially because we've been very fortunate to be a central service if you're on real estate and you yeah. work with the agents to lock yourself in a home and stop working that we've yeah. enjoyed and traffic the lack of oh, look, and look we have learned it's been a big learning 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 we've learned about our families ourselves how to how we've learned about hygiene we've learned so we've learned about economy we've learned so much as individuals in the last week we've learned how to use zoom we've learned how to how to uh how to be more efficient in holding meetings um and, you know it's incredible but yeah traffic's a big one like how that's been a big silver lining um i've normally got to spend in the car 50, 50 uh, 65 minutes and that went down to 35 minutes and when you do that six days a week that really adds up doesn't you've almost got an almost uh, another half day working day haven't you massive Massive, massive, massive. And also, I reckon as next eight weeks, I don't, I'm actually not convinced traffic's going to come back to how it was before very quickly. I, I've got a feeling people are going to choose to opt to opt to work from home a little bit more than they used to when everything settles down. I agree because I think a lot of businesses will be changing how they operate. A lot of businesses have realized they can work very remotely and they may not need the larger offices. A lot of business owners, I believe, will have a lot of trust with their staff because they've, they've probably been more productive at home because 
I know a lot of feedback is from um, buddies who are working from home is there's no start or finish. It's just wake up and work because you don't have all those distractions. So I, I do believe that's going to have a big impact and being on the front line of the commercial market, I'm interested to see how this will play out. Um, and other silver linings, um, pricing for property. Um, I think that a lot of the competition um, has left, uh, which has left the strong buyers and the strong prospective tenants standing in a position to negotiate easier. Definitely. Um, another big, I think that's a big one as well. I, you always hear people talk about buying at the bottom as well. And it's almost the people talking about it all the, are always the people who miss it. So if you look back to 2016, 17, when we were at peak and then it plummeted 15% and then people still didn't want to buy. And then <laughs> sort of end of last year, beginning of this year, went back up more than it went down. And then it's come back again. And then people now still like, they talk about they should have bought at the bottom. They've had the second chance. Like you normally don't get a second chance at the bottom so quickly in a property cycle. And then people still didn't buy. So, but there's a lot of people, Mark, we've done a lot of deals in the last sort of month and people did take the, the opportunity to do it. But a lot of it was by necessity. Um, people who had sold or they just needed to do it and they just yeah. didn't pull it. Everything's been by necessity. Any trigger pulled in the last eight weeks has been an app has been done from absolute necessity. That's interesting. Um, kids at home with families. A lot of families. I know a lot of relationships where people say they they may only see each other for that an hour a day. Where they wake up, everyone's in a rush to get out the door. Then you're at work eight to ten hours a week. You get home, you have dinner, you may sit for half an hour, then you're asleep. So a lot of uh, relationships that really were only seeing each other for an hour a day, now seeing each other for 24-7. So I think yeah. it's a relationship that's brought them closer and some further away. Kids are too young to get it. Grandparents haven't got to enjoy it. But I think parents have looked around the dinner table or have looked around their living room and been quietly pretty proud of their uh, of uh, the time they've spent with their family and the time their family has spent with them. So I think a, a big silver lining, silver bullet or silver lining when it comes to family, I think silver lining for sure. And I think parents are pretty chuffed. Kids are going to enjoy this later in life. They're going to reflect back on it uh, and say that was that was good. That was uh, a quality eight weeks. Definitely, I had time with my parents. Luke just asked, bottom of the Sydney market, I reckon yes. I reckon over the next four, I reckon there's another two-week grace period. And then two weeks after that, we're going to have a quick surge um, with all the activity for a lot of people back into the market. I think we can see prices go from zero to 5%. Say they've come down 10, I reckon we'll shoot 5% in a very short period of time. Then I believe we'll probably maybe plateau and then we'll see the economic effects of this where a lot yeah. of people come out of freeze mortgages a lot of rent's going to be due now mortgages due and to see where the economy is so i think then it's really going to plateau um or it, it could shoot even further a lot of people like to buy property and a lot of people have been sitting on their hands okay you know what uh, just to answer luke's question as well because that's a massive question luke um mm. and thanks for asking um i think in order to answer that 
in, or, or in order to answer that um, effectively, that question. Um, we need a full 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think um, um, you've got to look at the learnings and how the learnings from the last eight weeks will be applied. And allow me to give you an example. So I, I think that I think we've learned that if, if you've got a a something that's non-essential, you are just tearing it apart, ripping it off, and, and getting rid of it. So I think I think when it comes to property, essential properties, properties that in, improve people's lifestyle, I think very very important. And and the the focus of a quality family home to dwell in. I think is more important than ever. So people used to use their homes like hotel rooms. And I yeah. think those, those types of people are saying, you know what? No. Um, you know, like I need, I need more in my home. I need to, I need to sweat the asset a little bit more. So yeah, I, I do reckon the property market. Uh, and what was really interesting, Luke, was that how the government treated the property market or how the government valued the property market it was at the top of mind in in most of the things they did. First was medical. First was saving lives. Second was food. You know, they, they handled that and, and how to get around shopping centres and leaving them open. Third was shelter. So I think we actually fared very, very well um, given uh, given the, the COVID stuff. And I reckon people are going to remember that and apply that back into from their learnings uh, into the future. So I reckon property market, I don't think it's going to rally. People are conservative. People have learnt a lot. But I, at the same time, I think it's, going to, it's actually going to um, be nice and tried and strong. Another loaded question by Michael Edwards. Lots of vacant shops in every suburb. What's your take on the commercial retail for the next 12 months? I can't see many new businesses opening asking luke says asking the big questions okay yes all right yeah he's big i there's gonna be a big let's retail has been going through a transition for 12 to 14 months um maybe 12 to 14 years yeah yeah so i think what we, we are seeing a lot of people a lot more activity on that leasing front for people to take the opportunities now with that but i think it's gonna be slow for a couple of years to see where it comes into. I think it will determine how easy it is to access some business money. I think a lot of people have had time to brainstorm ideas over the next two months and think of concepts or at least a lot of people may have been working a, a 40 hour job and had this vision, but because they're always bogged down with their, their normal nine to five job, they hadn't put the time to do it and now this has given them the time. I think there's gonna be a lot of innovation over the next few months. What that means for retail markets, I'm not sure, but I think, I know in the last week, we've had a lot of people, a lot more inquiries come up and saying, we're, we're brainstorming ideas with what to do, with what we've just had time to do. So time's a big thing, and a lot of people have been given a lot of it. So let's see what people come out of it. Um, I still yeah, look think- and I don't think I don't think we can um, with Michael's Michael with your question there. I I think that I'll, well I know that a lot of businesses have done well 
and it's no place or position to to say who those businesses are and why they're doing well. It's just not the time. It hasn't been the first two weeks or, or four weeks of COVID with all the pain going on. So what I have always said is that energy transfers. Energy doesn't get burnt or buried, energy transfers. So when that energy came out of our economy or that, that due to COVID um, and stuff like that, when that came out of the economy, where did that energy go? It does not get burnt, it does not get buried. Now, taking that and applying that to commercial retail property, what people have to understand is there's a necessity for a box. Mm. Don't call the box commercial. Don't call the box retail. Don't call the box warehousing. Don't call the box anything. Just call it a box. So people have, there is necessity for boxes. People need boxes. They need that. And what are they going to use them for? That's the question. Are they going to use it? Absolutely. So are they going to use boxes for retail? I reckon probably not. But what I'm interested in is what can those, what's another purpose for those boxes where they can actually morph into something else. And that's a true transfer of energy. So I think that the real, the real question is what the hell are we going to do with the retail boxes that are retail boxes? And what are those boxes going to turn to? The owners have options to turn them as, storage the owners uh residential uh warehousing uh there's a lot of different applications for those boxes because they do have multiple zoning if you're a retail box you're actually quite a flexible box you can do anything almost anything you want so i'm not worried like i think the retail box is going to shit itself and i saw some stats saying that probably one third of retail is going to survive covid but I'm not worried for those landowners because I know it's just an interim period until those boxes are transferred to another use and another application. Yep. On answer. Sorry. Yes, good. And then another, okay, money doesn't make the world go around. Designer clothing is pointless as nobody is really needed it. Doctors and nurses. Oh, there's a couple there, sorry. Money doesn't make the world go round. I think, and the designer clothing. I think a lot of people are looking in the mirror this time. Silver bullet. Silver bullet. Silver um, bullet. And and I think it's. I think people really now value have a different value or different set of values compared to what they had eight weeks ago for obvious reasons. Yep. Uh, and is it going to be essential in moving forward? Uh, not essential. Is it going to be, uh, is it, are people going to want it? And uh, uh, yes, I think they still will be, but it's certainly not essential like people used to value it. Yep. What do you reckon? Yeah, I agree. Agree. Um, you're, a, you're a designer boy. Designer. Oh, a bit of both. bit of both. bit of both. Um, design, then another one. Oh, this is one I really want to see. The air, the air seems cleaner. I'm very, very interested because I don't think in anyone's lifetime, you always hear a lot about the global warming and pollution. And you always heard the, you always heard the people with the statement, well, if the world just stopped for a month, the earth Greta, would like 10 more Greta, years. Greta, you're my Greta. Greta, that 10-year-old or something like, let's just yeah. stop everything in the world. You're- 
Everyone's your like, mate. Yeah, I cannot believe it has to happen. <laughs> and um, everyone was like, yeah, you can throw that out there, but we're never going to experience the world just stopping. Well, we basically have. So I'm actually interested that we haven't really heard anything. Well, I haven't really seen anything about the world stopped all this production for a X amount of period and look how much better the world is and pollution. So yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, if anyone's read some uh, articles posted in here, because I just thought all the greenies would be going up in arms going, it's proof, there's proof, look at it. Um, it's silver, I, bullet, so, silver bullet or silver lining. i got to tell you the silver lining, these sunrises that I've seen in the last month have been out of this world. I've been walking at five o'clock in the morning for the last 10 years. The it has been out of this world how beautiful these skies are. I believe it. I believe yep. that it's 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 a, it's a better it's a better environment, and those skies are just incredible. Like this morning was just out of this world. So it's silver lining. That's a good silver literally lining. a that's literally a silver lining. Yes. Okay. I reckon the hygiene and health. Everyone being a lot more conscious of that. Um, I know uh, Lisa always joked about how, how how she always had a million hand sanitizers and three two months ago you everyone would look at you like really why and then now they're like yes give me give me give me do you <laughs> so know I what just genuine silver, hygiene silver bullet uh yeah. silver silver bullet i think i love a hug i'm a very when i get drunk i'm a very huggy person yeah and i'm a, and a, even a bit kissy boys and girls you know very uh uh or a gear in, I don't know what you call it, but yeah, I, don't, I think that's gone. I think that's going to get the bullet, dude. I yeah. think I think it's going to be acceptable not to shake someone. Um, Wait, acceptable not to shake hands, or we'll come back yeah. really quickly to shake hands. No, I reckon it's going to be acceptable not to shake a hand, and that was never acceptable. I reckon that's got the silver bullet. Yeah, um, I reckon you know. At, look, at the same time, I'm going back to kissing, hugging, shaking when I can. Yes. Um, but I <laughs> complete. If someone says, "Look, I prefer not to shake hands," respect. And if you said that to me six, eight, three months ago, I'd say you're a weirdo. <laughs> a few comments. Jeff said, "Pick me, pick me." I think that was the return of the hugging and kissy. Don't get jealous, Lisa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Okay, what are the, some little ones? I'm pretty sure a lot of these ones I got from Michael Edwards did a post about it previously. Fuel, a few affordable. I remember I, I filled up the other day and it was like a dollar twenty. And I the last time I remembered actually looking, it was a dollar ninety. And I, I remember screenshot sending a photo in our chat. And I'm like, what? When did fuel get so cheap? Yeah. God, that's that's the silver lining, but it won't be staying <laughs> once production kicks off. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Um, all right. So before we wrap it up, what's you got any other any other clever ones there? No, I think it sort of covers it. I think I think anyway. we just really wanted to cover some good, some pros, and just a, bit, a little bit of the past eight weeks because I think in the next sort of month that Corona talk is probably going to. Well, I don't think it's ever going to go away for a long time, but it's really going to cease. People are going to get back to it. And I'm excited for a better race, as you've said many times, Mark. We're going to be 20, better for this. 2021. 2021. We're a better race. And you know what? Yes, it's going to go away, but it's never going to go away. So I, I think that 
this is going to be a story I'm telling my grandkids and uh, and our generation, and our kids are going to be telling their grandkids. This is this is something that will probably repeat itself in a different yes. way or strain or whatever it is, but we will be prepared. Like you know, maybe this has been just a big preparation. Well, I for, think. Uh, what's to come in 20 or 30 or 40 years time who bloody knows but it's incredible well i think this is the war that say my generation didn't have it i don't mean that in a bad way i just mean there was a lot of things from my parents and my grandparents save for a rainy day even not wasting food put a dollar away a lot of strong traditions which have just whittled away because they got them from war um and as the generations go down, it probably people haven't smashed up a cardo. Like I know yeah. when my nonna spending four dollars for a, a coffee at a coffee shop is like, no, no, no. We have coffee, don't essential. waste your money. It's essential. Why would you do that? So I know yeah. my generation. So I think that's a very big positive um, that's come oh, out. That's, of this. The, that's the big one. And and you know what? My dad was um, a World War Two. He escaped in World War Two. Uh, you know, I, I had a very old dad compared to all of my friends. So, dad always instilled in me all of those stories, and um, I get it more now than I ever did in my life. Um, going through what we went through, like that, like all that um, that dad spoke about. You know, he, dad used to. It was really weird how he valued food. Um, yeah. I never, I've never met anyone else in my life that valued food like dad did mm. bread and bread you know yes. not to throw out bread and and uh milk and 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 and, and not you know eating eating everything on your plate yes. um and now i totally get it i totally get it and that's another silver lining i think with that yeah you know that essential side of things i think a lot of people are doing that so we were cool. joking about cool. that the other day on our walk with with my dad just about i ordered all these meal preps and I didn't eat any of them because I thought I'd do plant-based vegan for a bit and I'm not a big veggie eater and um, I was like nah I had like three weeks of it because I didn't forget to cancel the resubscribe so I had like 60 or 50 meals and I was like in my mind I was like bin and dad's like no we eat them and I was like do you like them he's like no but we eat them sort of thing so I get it I'm getting it so it's a beautiful thing guys it's a beautiful thing but yeah, just a little a little one today. Well, I don't think it was that little, eight or nine. So, but just thought it will bring it to light and um, always up for recommendations of topics. And we'll we'll speak soon. A big one, and have a great day, guys. Enjoy this beautiful weather that we're in. I reckon it's the best time of the year. And uh, love ya, see ya. And Michael, thank you. No problem. Thank you, everyone. Cheers. Bye, Jeff boys. Everyone, cheers. Thank Bye. You.